0: You're listening to a Natural Products Insider podcast. With Sandy Almendares, Editor in Chief. Brought to you by Supply Side West.
1: Hi, and welcome to a supply side west edition of the healthy insider podcast i'm sandy and i am on site at supply side west food ingredients north america and i'm super excited to be sitting here with judy Bizzazzaro, who is senior editor focused on all things food and beverage uh, judy is also the new editor-in-chief of the food and beverage insider which is launching in february of 2020 so watch out for that and just because Judy is so sweet, we are going to start with sweeteners. So Judy, what did you see in the sweetener space? I imagine it's alternative sweeteners, not high fructose corn syrup.
0: You know, sweetener reduction is, uh, sugar reduction continues to be, you know, an evolving theme. I, I actually think it's more mainstream now. You know, people want their indulgent foods, but they don't want to give up taste, but they do want to give up the calories. So we're seeing a lot of natural, you know, sweeteners, a lot of combinations. Natural sweeteners, uh, some innovation. I uh, just want to call out a few a few things. I mean, my head is going right now like crazy because this show is awesome. But Lodat and uh, Battery Foods, they announced a strategic partnership. They're distributing this new sweetener called Jigavia. 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 Uh, yeah. Jig- is, that a Jigavia. Brand? is that a brand name? It's a brand name. Okay. Yes. <laughs> it's trademark. They just announced it here, and really, it's it's the world's. They're saying the world's first natural plant-based sweeteners with high levels of vitamin B and six, and it's got a low glycemic index, uh, along with some other nutrients. But it comes from this like tree, like a like a palm tree kind of, but it's oh, not a palm tree. Interesting. And they they pull the sap, which they call a toddy, out of it, uh-huh. and it really tasted good.
1: Yeah, I'm sure it they had samples. Good. so yeah. it's,
0: it's, It was an, it, something new. And they were really touting the fact that it's, plant, it's a plant-based sweetener. It's natural. There's plenty of supply chain and uh, really, you know, with the levels of vitamin uh, B12 and 6 in it. So that was interesting. That's fascinating. Cargill, they had a big announcement today. I was able to sit with Andy Olms, uh, who's head of their sweetener division. And they actually came out with a new ingredient called ClearFlow. And it is, it's actually a concentrate that increases solubility for beverage and food applications, but it's a liquid. And they're calling it a stevia enhancer. Mm-hmm. So that you mix it with like Eversweet and Clear Glow. And what it's doing is it's a concentrate. So it's opening up more avenues for stevia and sugar reduction in things like fountain drinks, which mm. you normally wouldn't have. Uh, fountain drinks, carbonated drinks. Uh, I guess the different size of the bubbles changes, you know, the mouthfeel and mm-hmm. the flavors. So they were really super excited about that. And what it did was it solved the sweet, sweetness lingering that you can get with with stevia. C- yeah. So they're super excited about that. And on the same same vein. ADM also was continuing with their complete portfolio of, of ingredients, but they were also focused on uh, sugar reduction as well with Stevia. They had a Berry Delight tea that was super, super yummy, no mm-hmm. aftertaste, mm-hmm. and it reduced uh, the sugar content by 25%. Uh,
1: so what was the sweetener in it? Uh, it was Stevia. It was oh. their Stevia. So,
0: yeah. you know, in terms of sugar reduction, I mean, we're seeing it across the board. Mm-hmm. So, right, um, and people you know, are really,
1: the formulations are getting so advanced. You know, it's it's no longer the days of the uh, the, the, the bad aftertaste or uh, unpleasant aftertaste of, of some of these alternative sweeteners. That's really exciting.
0: And along that line, saw a lot of literature, a lot of branding on keto and paleo. Mm-hmm. So following that same vein, you know, we're actually having a, a session tomorrow talking about whether keto keto and paleo gluten-free are they food fads are they trends do they have enough legs to carry through to the market so that's going to be interesting is it
1: worth it to to jump into keto right now because we're seeing it everywhere but is it gonna is it gonna be here tomorrow or next year right and Uh, from the looks of
0: what's on the show floor yes
1: i mean i i kind of feel like it's it's here to stay i mean from from the at the other shows we've seen at next products expo west mm-hmm. and ift this year i mean there's all kinds of keto cookies and keto muffins and and keto based pro or keto or products that are, that serve the keto and paleo markets
0: and the natural so like um tic gums they had a keto ice cream salted mm. caramel ice cream which was 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 good for yeah, keto, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> but it was a dairy blend. It was plant-based. It was natural, um, and they used allulose as ah, the okay. highlighting sweetener, which is you know allulose has been getting a ton of press this last year. Ingredient, they also were looking at um, low FODMAP, ah, which is another right. another thing that we'll be talking about. Um, they had a VersaFiber fiber uh, ingredient, a dietary fiber that's potato-based, right. for that vegan, another thing. That's another dietary pattern we're seeing. Right. Um, so, uh, you know, reducing sugar. They had a, a double chocolate protein cookie made with allulose, uh, prebiotic fiber, faba bean flour. Um, and they had a 30% sugar reduction in that. Oh. So and eight grams of protein for the cookie. Yeah. Did so you taste it? I did. Good. It was good. Yeah, it's good. So, so I mean,
1: if we uh, could go follow the, the train here on the, the plant base, you just mentioned vegan. Um, I know that we had a, 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 set, a workshop yesterday um, focused on plant-based, and, and I'm sure you're seeing that on the on the show floor. Is there any developments here, or what are people talking about in this plate, this space?
0: You know, yesterday it was a great, great session. It, the room was full. Plant-based, it's, it's here to stay. What's interesting, though, is we had some recent numbers from the Plant-Based Food Association and Good Food Institute. They, they commissioned Spins to do a, a market survey for them, mm-hmm. and in the oh, since. April 2018 to April 2019, plant-based sales have increased 39 percent versus conventional sales of food at 2 percent. And yet, the number, the percentage of people that identify themselves as vegan or vegetarian is like six, six to seven, depending on you know where you are and fluctuate. So there's something there, right? So it's for these flexitarians Flexitarians. or
1: these lessitarians or however you want to call them. And people are curious. Right. So, cur- yeah, vegetarian they're, curious. They're, they're <laughs>
0: curious and one thing that was mentioned of okay, people are curious. So make sure that your packaging has, you know, pointed messaging on it. Right. But um, and that
1: we're seeing a lot of these meat analogs that are you know it's not just plant based, but people want to still have their burgers or their hot dogs or you know but but in a plant based form. It's not people aren't don't want like not all people, it's not as popular to have a tofu, you know, right. And uh, people are
0: getting away from soy because of the allergen um, component to it. You're also seeing a lot of variety of forms Mm -hmm. where 10, 15 years ago, it was that frozen burger patty. And Mm -hmm. I can't say the branded name, but um, Mm -hmm. now you're seeing burger patties, you're seeing crumbles, you're seeing shreds, You're seeing analogs, like you mentioned, that look like a piece of, you know, chicken breast. Right. You're seeing cell-cultured meat, which Mm -hmm. is a different territory, and that's something that we're going to be watching in the future, and that has some some regulatory issues around it as well. But these different types of varieties of plant-based meats Uh allow for experimentation with flavors right. with texture and getting kids to eat like a shredded jackfruit taco right you know it's it's just it's opened up the door to mainstream you're seeing it in right. you know products next you know like beyond meat right. is next to you know regular hamburger in, right. in, in the, Kroger in right gro- now in the grocery store right it, so right
1: Jackfruit tacos are really good. Yes, just, they are. Just throwing that and in I'm there. And I'm very hungry right now. Uh, <laughs> so, what about uh, insects? Have you? I mean, it's not necessarily plant-based, but that's a uh,
0: not. All, I have not seen anything no. insect-wise so far. But that's not to say that I won't tomorrow. Yeah. So, I just. Um, it's something. It was mentioned in our our session. It's something that I think Americans are a little bit more of. We're adverse. not ready. We're not We're ready for it. We're not ready for it. Europe is a little bit ahead of us on that. Yeah. But um, Interesting. you know,
1: maybe it just needs some some good um, color and flavor masking, huh? Yeah. You like that transition? I um, like that transition. <laughs> so we are going to talk now about uh, flavors, flavors. And, and
0: colors. Yeah, flavors, big. I mean, everyone's got a flavor. Everyone wants a natural flavor, but they're also. You know, dairy flavors are big. I stopped by the Synergy booth, and they just introduced their dairy by Nature line, and really, it's it's uh, natural flavor extraction and creation uh, with proprietary dairy technology from its parent company, which is Carberry, and they make Kerrygold. Mm-hmm. butter and mm-hmm. Dubliner cheese, which so I love. So good. And it really provides an authentic and consistent taste. And the tasting it, I mean, it had the mouth fill and it had the linger that dairy would. Mm. I could feed my husband a cookie made with their, you know, dairy alternative right. butter. The true test. And, which is a true test, as right. you know him. And he wouldn't know the difference. It yeah. was really good. So they're really excited about that. You know, it adds indulgence to some categories that have traditionally been very difficult mm-hmm. especially when you're reducing sugar or reducing fats mm-hmm. um, you know like confectionery, frostings uh, baked goods uh, where it, those ingredients like fats and sugars are actually functional right so that messes with the entire recipe so kudos to them they did a great job on that yeah also saw at wixen we're going to transition a little bit into CBD because that's a big. Oh, okay. Wixon actually, they came out with a taste portfolio with a uh, yeah. CBD taste modifier. Oh, that is to that's mask huge. The taste. Yeah. That's huge. And that's the that's the only one I've seen so far. Right. But I thought that that was very interesting. Well, that I mean that is I'm certain that we're going to see many more or much more interest
1: in CBD infused foods and beverages, um, and of course that that flavor element is. Is a big one in that in that category. So, right. um.
0: yeah, and Virginia Dare stopped by their booth and they're talking about nostalgic flavors, mm. going back to like f- the fruity cereal flavors, Aww. you know, like fruity pebbles yeah. and, and you know Captain Crunch. So again, they talked about keto. They had a keto brownie. They're focusing on lifestyle nutrition. So they had a keto brownie that uh, had two net carbs, uh, no added sugar, gluten free, gluten free again, big. Natural flavors. They had a vegan meal replacement that was uh, turmeric golden milk. Interesting. I thought of you. Oh, I, thank you. I did. And immune support. I mean, so we have a lot of the health function, health mm-hmm. condition specific ingredients, but it's interesting that the flavor forward.
1: Right. So, speaking of milk, uh, you just mentioned the turmeric milk. Um, let's go to beverages.
0: Beverages are hot. <laughs> Everyone hot, likes hot, to hot. drink them. Everyone likes to drink them. We need them. Uh, beverages, actually, uh, that's the category that is really driving growth in plant-based. Mm, uh, obviously, yep. But uh, beverages for sports nutrition, beverages for weight loss. There's, it's just a, it's just a huge category. A lot of talk about the CBD beverages. Yep. Alcohol mocktails. mocktails, those are those are big. So then you also have the flavor component in that. Then you have the sweetener, sweetener. So and it, plant based. It's, it's, it's all all together. It is. It's it's like a circle of life. And yeah. what's nice is walking around the show floor. We used to say better for you. Uh huh. And you're seeing mindful eating. You're seeing you know personalized nutrition, purposeful eating.
1: Hmm. So mm. I
0: think that we're seeing a shift in how ingredient suppliers and brands can position themselves right. to appeal to a wider group right um and it is as you know it, it is mindful eating you're, right. you're mindful sustainability right, that's right. A, that's a huge thing And and it's um, i like
1: this it's this new position of like foods aren't like good or bad better worse you know it's it's purposeful it's right. mindful it's it's a holistic view of how you view yourself and and
0: right. your world as not being black and white, bad or good. Right. And it's also combining the increased interest in sustainability, right, right. and eco consciousness. Right. So it's just, you know, my mind's racing 25 million miles right, right now, right. and there's there's so much to talk about, and right. we will in future podcasts. But you know, really, I I like seeing this shift in how. Uh, the companies are positioning themselves right. and uh, I think it's just going to be interesting to see all kinds of uh, finished brands
1: yeah uh, it's a great industry to be in so before we wrap up is there like one shout out you haven't mentioned or some cool product that you, you want to highlight that you saw
0: um, yeah actually again talking about people being mindful and looking at condition specific DuPont they um, are coming out it's not yet out but it's a, a cognitive product with probiotic and it's for calming and Mm -hmm. it's for cognition and it's for kids
1: (gasps) we all need calm kids we do
0: it's also for adults they also had uh, an oral product poweru smile and i didn't try it Uh but i do have one in my bag it's a a tablet that you chew and leave it in your mouth for two minutes and then swallow it and it's Mm -hmm. been clinically proven to help with uh, periodontal disease is that probiotic based as well yes it is
1: how interesting! Yeah,
0: so you know, weight management, oral health—we're seeing more of this brought into the food mm-hmm. realm, you know, as well as the supplement realm. Right. It's just that there are certain demographics that go to food first, while there are certain different dem- demographics that go to supplements first. Right. So we
1: can serve everyone yes we can we, there's and enough a, uh, enough out there to, to spread the wealth so thank you so much judy for joining me and for being our food and beverage eyes and ears at the, the show floor i'm sure you have a lot more to see tomorrow yes. and uh, on saturday but i appreciate you stopping in
0: for more award-winning podcasts from industry experts go to insider.com and click in the podcast section You can also find us on Apple Podcasts or Google Play by searching Healthy Insider Podcast. Hit subscribe to never miss an episode. This edition of the Healthy Insider Podcast is brought to you by Supply Side West.